welcome back guys happy thursday i'm olivia and i'm christina we're the okay gals welcome back to the pod it's so crazy that we can say welcome back like i'm still just as a trip we have a podcast hopefully people more are or listening. less <laughs> more or less it's literally just us like listening to our, re-listening to ourselves every week oh. love that um we kind of wanted to dive deep into how we met our husbands like just have fun with this one and like young marriage getting married young because boy did we get married young which is funny because in utah culture it's totally it's normal norm. here but i went to at&t recently to trade in my phone and the guy they asked for your license and he saw my birthday and was like born in 98 married with a kid <laughs> he was just like you see that everywhere here and so i was like oh where are you from and he said hawaii and he was just like and then he asked if i worked at all and i was like no i'm just at home with my daughter and he's like you see that everywhere here too a lot of women don't work here he didn't say it like in a rude way but it was just like a phenomenon to him he's like these utah women <laughs> stay-at-home moms how dare they the nerve (laughs) but then he was like well in hawaii both parents have to work because it's so darn expensive which is true it is very expensive in hawaii like a gallon of milk i think is eight bucks something like well now with inflation who knows how much it is but anyway enough about inflation and hawaii and all those things do we want to talk about what's been going on in life well i don't think it's really happened we're going to go on a trip, just like a family lake trip on just Sunday. you, Caleb, and Ozzy? No, we're going to go with like all my extended family. Oh, that's fun. So like cousins, all that. And did you say you're going to the lake? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, so we'll go for a couple days. We're going to be staying in a tent with Ozzy for several nights, so. Ooh, I'll be praying pray for, for you. Pray for me. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun, though. I feel like she'll have so much fun. She loves the water, so it'll be good. But she's a ginger, so probably going to get fried. Where? I guess I shouldn't ask where you're going. I'll ask you that later off the air. Um, This is where I'm going to be. This is the day and time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We went thrifting today. Mm -hmm. That was kind of fun. You got stuff for Ozzy. We kind of went in hopes to get things for... A little project we're working up. I feel like there's something else. Oh, I recently got my hormones checked, and that was a wild ride. And it took like, you forever in to all get of in the best too. Ways. Yeah, because there's like such a wait. Like a self-paid small office. Um, they're hormone specialists. They deal with women that go through menopause. Some men went in too, so I think they help with men hormone stuff too. But um. Anyway, I found out a lot of things about myself. Maybe we can get into that sometime on like a health and wellness and like taking care of yourself and taking charge of your health and finding things out. Mental well being. I'm just that but physical. All I the learned well-being. a lot of things <laughs> that I struggle with also have to do with infertility or like can affect fertility. So that makes a lot of sense. Took me a long time to conceive my daughter, so hopeful that for whenever we decide to get pregnant the next time that we'll have things under control but anyway i didn't mean to go into that much we can talk about that later but yeah do we just want to get into it because sure. i thought this is a chatty fun bit anyway so i don't know why i say bit it's a whole thing the whole bit 
Do we want to kind of go in chronological order of like who met who first? Mm. Who met whose husband first? Or does it not matter? I don't know who would have met who first. How old were you when you met Caleb? Oh crap, how old was I? What grade were you in? I was... Oh my gosh. I think I was a sophomore in high school. Oh my gosh, I was a sophomore in high school when I met Ronnie. And we're the same age. So I guess it doesn't really matter. Do you want to go first? Sure. (laughs) I would love to hear it. Have I ever told you this? I think so, but I'm very excited for the refresher because I feel like I don't remember everything. Okay, so... Yeah, I met Caleb in high school. Um, I was a sophomore in high school when I met him, but it was like the very end. So it was seriously like right at the end of the year. And then that whole summer, um, I was dating his best friend. <laughs> That's that how I press. met him. <laughs> what? I'm dying because that's exactly how Ronnie and I met. I forgot about that. Twinsies. Oh, good grief. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. So yeah, I was dating his best friend and so that's how we met was we would hang out all the time and he was also dating someone else at the time so me and my boyfriend and him and his girlfriend hang out all the time um and when i was dating this kid who i will not say who it is we don't name names here (laughs) just like totally name drop him i won't do that to you yeah so when i was dating this kid it's kind of funny because he was really weird about stuff so he wouldn't like call me and make plans to come and do something he would like tell caleb to like text me or call me and figure it out and caleb would come and like pick me up it was very strange so he would text me or call me and be like hey like do you want to come hang out with us we're gonna go do this i was like yeah sure like whatever so dumb high school boys my gosh (laughs) let me tell you so i feel like that's how caleb and i became close was because we were always the ones like talking and figuring stuff out and so when me and this kid broke up like we broke up basically like the very beginning of junior year caleb and i stayed friends i don't know how much i should say because i don't know how much like people know but um you mean like in your personal life yeah or like how much who might be listening yeah like if caleb wants me to say certain things (laughs) um but so then Caleb and I stayed friends because we were pretty good friends because we were always talking all the time. We, he was always picking me up and whatever. So we kept hanging out after this guy and I broke up, but he was still dating that other girl, but we were just like really good friends. So we would like hang out quite often. And I think in the beginning of us hanging out at first, it was like, oh, I'll help you like through your breakup, whatever, because it was kind of rough. But I think at the beginning, I was like, oh, I kind of like him, you know, mm-hmm. and he said he you know obviously we talked about after the fact but he was like i felt like i liked you too so the feelings were there but we both kind of just like oh like we're just friends we're just hanging out because i think we both knew that if we acknowledged it it's like well he was dating someone else something would have to happen with that and he had been dating this girl for a long time so eventually i told him i was like i (laughs) like i like you and i think we should date so i feel kind of bad saying this but i basically told him this is why i'm like i don't know if he's gonna kill me if i say this but i basically told him i was like i think you should date me instead of her 
Like, I would not treat you these certain ways. I wouldn't do that. Basically, it I was worked like, in your favor. <laughs> I'm like, I would treat you better than that. Like, I we would be better together. Like, date well, me also instead. Also, you have to realize we're literally June. You were a junior in high school when this happened, and I was ballsy. Because <laughs> I straight up just told him, I was like, I think you should date me instead. I think we, yeah. So I told him that, <laughs> and I think he told me he was like, I like you i do have like these feelings or whatever but you know like i i'm trying to like work stuff out with my girlfriend you know we're trying to like work through these things and i was like well i don't want to just be friends so if we're just gonna be friends then i don't think we should talk at all so we didn't for like months we just did not talk and then i ended up hanging out with a group of friends and we went to a baseball game and caleb was playing in the baseball game kind of started talking again whatever and things still weren't going good with his girlfriend and so he was like yeah like i think it's time to be like done so broke up with her dated me (laughs) (laughs) was it like soon after he broke up with her that he did he ask you to be his girlfriend i feel like it was never like a let's be boyfriend and girlfriend it just just happened happened. yeah like we just kept just like hanging out like we had we spent a bunch of time together and then we kind of were just like, we're not seeing anybody else and it feels exclusive. Like, this is a thing, right? We're like, yeah. Like, we never, it never was just like, oh, you're my boyfriend, I'm your girlfriend. It just happened. This was very natural, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's how we met and started dating. And so then we dated all through, um, like, senior year, even though we didn't go to the same high school. Our high oh, schools yeah. were rival high schools. So we never ended up going to the same school. But we did it all through high school and then a year after. And then we got married. Now we've been married for almost five years. And we have an 18-month-old. But it's kind of funny because we had planned to get married pretty soon after high school. Like, he had the ring and everything. Really? <laughs> yeah. And he, like, talked to his dad about it. And his dad was like... Not that he necessarily had a problem with us getting married... He just was like, I would like it if you would wait and, you know, decide on these other things first. And so we did. Oh, funniest story really quick about when he was going to, like, propose to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he, did Ronnie ask your dad yeah. permission? Okay. Yeah. I don't know if people still really do that. But so Caleb went to, like, ask my dad basically, like, for permission. So he, like, texts my dad. They come up with the time. And I didn't know about this, obviously. Gail said that he went over to my parents' house to meet with my dad, and my dad had forgotten he was gonna meet oh with Caleb, gosh. and was not there. So like no one's home, and Caleb's just sitting at my parents' house. Where were you? Text my dad. I was at school, so I was doing like these weird like night classes. So I was gone. Oh okay. So I was at school, and um, doing like college classes, not high school taking some college classes and so anyways my dad shows up and my dad's like let's just like go get a drink so they drive over to like a gas station to go like get a, a drink and just station. chat because my dad's that's like if you know my parents they always have a diet coke in hand like one of those big huge from the gas station like mm-hmm. f- most of it like three-fourths of it is ice it's not even diet coke so he's like yeah like we'll you know we'll talk we'll go get a drink whatever it'll be really casual well i get out of class early and go to fill up gas. Stop. I never stop at this gas station. I literally am pulling out of the gas station as they're pulling in. I see them. I see them pulling it together. So 
so just not great timing with that so that was really funny that's hilarious we laugh about that so did you know like as soon as you saw them that that's what they were doing like why the heck is caleb hanging out with my dad (laughs) but the interesting thing about them talking is that my dad basically told caleb he he was like i appreciate that you came and asked me like i think that was really respectful but at the same time he's like going forward like if you and Liv want to get married you shouldn't let anything like stop you from that he's like i appreciate like that the gesture but ultimately like if you and Liv want to do this you should do it and not care what anybody else thinks and don't let anything stop you yeah so caleb was like in the future if you know people ever come and ask me about like ozzy he's like that's what i'm gonna say like if you both want this and that's you don't need anybody else's permission so unless they're a crackhead (laughs) unless they're a crackhead unless you got problems with the dude but but yeah so that's how we met and that's our little story that's so funny you never told me that story about caleb and your dad (laughs) that's so fun (laughs) the best tell me about you and ronald oh geez so i was a sophomore and i went to hang out with a friend her family was moving and me and another one of our friends went to like stay with her and i'm shocked my parents let me do this but we stayed with her in her new house her family for some reason went out of town when they were moving so she practically moved with ronnie and his friends like was living deal with them no she moved their house so her parents bought a new house they were moving and she practically moved them not all the way, but a oh, little, but some oh, 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 I see what you're saying. They, yeah, they're like we're moving, but we're also dipping, and you're moving us. <laughs> so yeah, I went to hang out with this friend, and I pull up to her house, and it's dark, and everyone's just running around everywhere. I'm like, what am I getting myself into? Like, I don't know if I'm mentally prepared for this chaos. But I get out of the car and I'm like, what is happening? And I can't remember who said, but basically somebody said like, we're looking for so-and-so's boyfriend, like this friend's boyfriend. I'm like, okay. I guess they were playing this huge game of hide and seek around the whole entire house. You know, teenagers Mm do. Back then, teenagers would play hide and seek and kissing games and stuff rather than whatever the heck they do now. Text each other while they're sitting next to each other. Yeah. (laughs) I see my brothers do that. We go into the house, go into the basement. All of a sudden, this Latino boy pops out of this little, you know, those, like, bins, storage bins. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, Ronald, Manuel, and CISO. <laughs> Love it. So, sight. long story short, he was my friend's boyfriend. Do I feel bad? A little bit, but let's get into the story. I'm well, did you hijack him from her? No. They broke up. You weren't like me, where I'm just like, still in your yeah. man. Full <laughs> on. No, they had broken up and I was still hanging out with his friend group because I had kissed most of his friends that night with this kissing game that they made up. And um, one of their friends took me to a Hunter Hayes concert. And so I was still hanging out with his friend group. And so we kind of started talking and there was another kid in the friend group that was showing interest in me, but he was into drugs and just wasn't the best kid. Like, he was super sweet, but to be in a relationship with someone like that just wasn't good. And Ronnie is a couple years older than me, so he and all of his friends were getting ready to, like, graduate while I was still a sophomore. Mm -hmm. And so he kind of, he claims that he did it to 
swoop in and kind of protect me and claim me so that that didn't happen. So we started talking and when we started hanging out like exclusively and I think before we even kissed, like I wouldn't even kiss him until I asked my friend if it was okay because they had recently broken up. How recent? I can't remember. I want to say a couple months, but it probably was like weeks. (laughs) I hate myself. (laughs) I was in high school, but it's still like breaking the girl code. Okay, also sometimes though, I feel like depending on how the breakup went, it's like, well, you didn't want to be with them, so why can't someone else? Well, you know what I mean? He broke up with her. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. (laughs) There again, though, it's like, yeah, it's high school. I'm sorry. Everybody dates everybody. (laughs) Like, and you guys are married now, so. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Sorry. I mean, to spoil (laughs) the ending. Continue. So I remember calling her. I was in the car with Ronnie and he was like, just call her and ask her. And I was terrified because this was all after his mission before okay i didn't know this i thought yeah. it was all after okay, continue. No. and i just remember feeling terrified because this was a friend that i was jealous of and wanted to be and so the fact that i was stealing her man that used to be her man at least and i was calling her to ask her permission if i could date him <laughs> mortified but i felt this like Ronnie, not gonna lie, Ronnie did push me to call her. Like, just call her and ask her. Like, he didn't care. I feel like that's so weird. I know. Hey, hi, I just want to make sure you're okay. The, like, I date your ex-boyfriend. Okay, bye. Love ya. That's pretty much what happened. See you at school tomorrow. (laughs) But she, also, I lived, like, a couple cities away. Oh, yeah, this is when you were living in a different place. Yeah, I was, like, 20, 25 minutes away. So, we weren't going to the same schools. Didn't see each other all the time. But still, it was just, ugh. As I'm telling the story, I feel like it's not going well. <laughs> like, I'm just so embarrassed. Gotta get the judgment cat out of the Judgment-free zone. Yeah. We, like, were kind of a thing. We weren't boyfriend and girlfriend, but we were kind of a thing. He would... I still don't have my license because I was 15. So he would drive up, or somehow I would get down there, and we would make out. And I really don't remember much of the relationship. <laughs> but then one day I was just kind of told him... He was preparing to go on a mission for our church. And I just said, hey, like, if you want to focus on that, I totally understand. Um, And he kind of just stopped texting me. And I think after a week, I texted him and I was like, I think I know what you've decided. Because I think it was kind of like He gave me the cold shoulder. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to give him a talking to after this. But it was not just for the mission. He definitely wanted to kiss around, you know, get (gasps) it all of his system. He was a very loyal player, is what we like to say. Loyal player, is that what you said? Yes. Like, when he had a girlfriend (laughs) or a love interest, he was very loyal to her, but would move on very quickly. You know, just teenage boys he's in trouble he's in the next room and he is going to feel my wrath (laughs) just kidding like this is literally like eight years ago if not more i think it was more than that that is so weird that it's been that long like ronald eight years ago you did this it's been like nine troubles nine years about anyway so then he went on, on his mission i lived my life was it the best absolutely not story for another time yep um but then when he got home from his mission 
I had been dating this boyfriend off and on for years, like since junior high. So this whole thing with Ronnie was in between this boy too. I just was feeling so much happened in that relationship with this boyfriend I had through high school that I just wasn't good. And I was just finally kind of wanted to move on and date other people. And so I broke up with him. And then I think like a week or two later, Ronnie got home from his mission. I was still good friends with one of his friends. Shout out to Tyler. Total name drop. And I hung out with him the night before Ronnie got home and just was like, hey, when you go see Ronnie, tell him I say hi. I saw him the day after he got home. So we hung out quite a bit that night. And then after that, I just kind of kept hanging out with him and Tyler um, that weekend. And then I think it was a Thursday that I saw him again. And then that following Tuesday was my 18th birthday. And at this point, I didn't really have very many friends because I was just with this ex-boyfriend at the time. He was my boyfriend, but I was just with him all the time. I didn't really have any friendships built up. So it was very lonely. And so I think that they could kind of pick up that I didn't really have friends, didn't have plans. And so they both agreed that we would all hang out on my birthday. Over the weekend, I start feeling some type of way about Ronnie. But so I decided that... I liked him and I wanted to tell him about it. So on my birthday, we're hanging out. Him and Tyler take me on a hike. They were like surprising me with all this stuff. Decided to go on a hike. I was they in flip-flops. They surprise you with physical exercise? Oh, I love oh. hiking. So okay, it definitely I was, was like-, like very thoughtful, but I was in flip-flops. Like they didn't prepare me. <laughs> that night, um, I told him, hey, I really like you all of a sudden this is happening really fast but i like you i would like to date you you just got home from your mission if you would like to date other people i totally understand if you don't even want to date me that's cool too but he was just like no i i like you too and i really want to be exclusive actually Oof. And i was like Whoo, this is like ronald in CISO from high school he was it who knows i didn't even go to his school but like from what i saw from him and his friend group he just seemed like one of the popular kids, you know? Mm-hmm. We started dating on my 18th birthday in August. We got married January 12th, 2017. And When did he propose to you? Like In October. Mid-October. Holy cow. That's, that is super fast. It went real quick. We got a lot of hate for it and a lot of opinions for that. Which is but funny because I really do feel like that happens so much. It does here. In, in Utah. Yeah. It's a big thing. Anything else you would yeah, like to add? Yeah, that's pretty much my story. I feel like that was all over the place. Hopefully that made sense. I mean, it happened so long ago and I haven't told the story in so long that I feel like I'm trying to, like, bring up the memories. Mm-hmm. So anyway. It's sad. I can hear Copen. I know. As a mother, as moms, we cannot focus when our children no. are <laughs> It's so hard. I'm just texting Ronnie to go get her. So wait, how old were you when you guys got married? When we got engaged, I was 18, but I was 19 when we got married. We both okay. were 19. Okay. I was 18 and Ronnie was 20. How do you feel when you see or hear of other people getting married that young? Does it kind of freak you out? Because it totally freaks me out. I think just because of the culture here, it feels pretty normal. But at the same time, like thinking outside of like the religion aspect of it, I do think it's kind of weird that we almost like push... Like, like, the idea I feel like that's pushed here is 
you go on a mission right out of high school and then when you come back like you need to hurry and get married you know like because in the religion like the lds religion right like that's the next step is getting married and once you get married it's like the next step is having kids so i feel like it's almost like pushed and rushed a little bit and here it's like heavily like lds and so with that aspect i'm like oh like it's normal but then when i started to realize that other places it wasn't like that like that is so weird that we're like pushing like these kids like they're seriously still kids like we were still children i feel like to just like hurry up and get married it's kind of weird to me a little bit you know yeah even though i I was not feel that as much i think i like separate outside pushing personally and i more just feel like maybe it's just like what they see and so they do it but it just worries me and maybe it's just because of my own personal experiences um but I'm just like, how much do you really know of life when you get married that young? Because I look back and I'm like, I knew hardly anything. My parents say that I was really mature for my age. So when we got married, they weren't too worried. Like, obviously, they had their concerns. But they weren't like, she should not be getting married. Like, mm-hmm. it made sense to them because it was me. I just asked my mom about this the other day. Um, But it's still just kind of... It just, I get a little bit worried when I see people getting married so young. And I also feel like it depends on how long they were dating too. I don't know. I feel like kind of like the defining thing um, that like makes or breaks like a relationship or a marriage, in my opinion, is like the level of commitment that you have like to each other and to making it work and on like growing together instead of growing apart because i don't know if you watch do you watch parks and rec i feel like i've mentioned this to you before so all my parks and rec peeps out there there's this guy named ron swanson in the show he's on i think he gets like divorced like three times (laughs) he's so funny but so in the show like these two young kids like andy and april they have been dating like they've liked each other i guess for a while but they were dating for not long at all and they just like decide to get married their friend leslie is like trying to stop it she's like no you guys are too young like you don't know each other like whatever anyways well they end up getting married right and her and ron are talking and he's like you know like i've been married three times and like each one has ended like worse than the first you know he was like i was much older than them and i think he was saying like he knew the women longer or whatever and he's like and they all ended and divorce he's like you find someone you like and you roll the dice like that's all you can really do i was like huh ron swanson got a point (laughs) because really like i think i definitely do think that if you date someone for a while that definitely helps you get like a sense of okay is this gonna work long term but i do feel like some people know each other for a week and get married and they're still married 30 years later you know i think it's like your level of commitment to each other and to like making it work because i think i really do feel people are going to come at me for this but i feel like almost anyone could get married to anyone else if the level of commitment was the same like they're both as committed to making it work and to making each other happy or to like just contributing to the relationship and on growing together and like as you grow individually also like allowing your spouse to be part of that yeah but i don't know because yeah like some people 
like date for years and then they get married and then they get divorced or you know like vice versa and so I just I definitely think like getting married young can be especially here where it's like that's just like what you would need to do I feel like the pressure of like that's that's just like what's normal here like people who are 26 here and they're like I'm so behind in life because I'm not married yet like no like that's totally normal and that's totally fine but the pressure of like the society right here it's hard yeah I think my own reservations come from the fact that and maybe it's just like oh you don't know what could how do I phrase this marriage wakes up (laughs) yeah marriage is actual like you have to work on it every day it's not just oh you're married so you're married and everything's gonna work out you have to put in the work and so I guess it's just it's more of where I am at where I am now and I feel like oh I wish I would have known what I know now then but at the same time like like we talked about in our last episode is like you can't judge yourself for what you knew then so I need to just kind of get over that and realize that um, like at the end of the day, I truly feel like if it's right for you, it's right for you. And whatever happens, happens. But I also, unless there's abuse involved, I feel like you can truly make anything work if you're willing to put in the work. You know what I mean? Well, like regardless, so like what you were saying about um, like these certain things happen that you were like oh I didn't realize this is how marriage was going to be like regardless of whether it was like Met your Ronnie or like someone oh. else like you were going to have to learn that right anyways so it's like or even learn that before you got married so whether you learned it with or without Ronnie like it, you were going to learn anyways and I feel like almost the upside to that is you guys got to learn that together right I and I like think it can make it better yeah And I feel like there are pros and cons to both. Like, getting married young and truly growing up together, there are pros and cons to that. Right. Getting married older, when you're more established, you've finished finished college, you have a career, there are pros and cons to that. Mm -hmm. It's definitely personal preference. Exactly. Like, I I kind of always felt my whole life that I was going to get married young. Me too. I just always felt that. I don't know. Like, I wasn't not planning on it. Of, yeah, and for me, it wasn't just because of social pressure. Like, that's what I wanted to do. That's what was important to me. Not because I was being told, but truly because that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's always, a little, I always get a little bit hesitant and a little bit nervous when I see young people getting married so young. More of just, like, <gasps> brace yourselves. Like, the things you're going to learn that you didn't know you'll have to learn. Right. But... I also just truly feel like if it's right for you, it's right for you. And you'll make it work if you want it to work. It will be what you make it, truly. I kind of do see what you're saying, though, maybe where it's like you see like practically like these kids, it seems like getting married and almost like you just feel for them that you're like, not that their innocence is being taken away, just like, but you go from being like this like young adult or whatever to now like you're married. And along with that comes all these things that you have to figure out that you just don't know until you're married mm-hmm. and that was like one of the other things that I was gonna say I only had like a couple things written down but that okay well so I guess like a little bit of like background to why like Caleb and I were talking about this the other day is we work at our job we work with like a ton of college kids and 
the ones that aren't married, I, we just hear them all the time just saying, like, I just, like, either they feel behind because they're 24 or however old and they're not married, they feel behind, or they just want to get married already. And, and they just so want to. That is super young. Like, it's crazy. But we just hear them all the time, like, oh, I just, like, I just want to get married already. I just need to find someone, like, just get married. Almost as if that would, like, fix things for them or, like, make right. their life a certain way. And, like, marriage doesn't solve your problems. It just kind of gives you, you a new set. New problems. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. it gives you a new set of problems. Because it's a new phase of life. Yeah, like, so it's just, it just switches from, you know, maybe you feel lonely a lot or whatever the issues were before, but then now that, like, you're married, it's, like, figuring out, like, seriously meshing two different lifestyles and, like, families and trying to figure out, like, how to, like, share your space even with someone else and the, and there's also, like, little things that you just don't know about that person until you're living with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That you just have to figure all that out. Chores and bills and things. It's a lot. I really do feel like when you're meshing lives, it's a lot to take in. And you just have to figure that out. But I think if you both are committed to figuring that out, you can make it work. Yeah. I also feel like you're never going to truly be prepared for anything until you're in it. And even then, you're not prepared. You just kind of learn as you go. But I think just, like, if you're dating someone or if you're engaged, you're preparing to get married, just understand that there are things that you're going to have to learn, both good and bad, and just be willing to take one thing at a time, learn together, and figure it out together. And realize that, like, truly no one else's opinions matter than your spouse's or your partner's, unless you're in an abusive relationship. And I think... Really, like, there are special situations. Recognizing, exactly. But, like, overall, healthy relationship, even if you're still, like, driving each other nuts and you're having arguments, like, it happens. That's something else, too, that I feel, like, not that it's, like, frowned upon, but just acknowledging, like, it's okay for your spouse to have flaws and it's okay for you to have flaws. Exactly. It's okay for you to get annoyed by certain things that the other person does. That's normal. What relationship, just in general, do you have where you're not annoyed by something that someone does? Like, even with your parents, close friends, anyone. Any sort of relationship, you have, like, off periods where you're just, like, just feel off, you know? Like, it just feels weird. Or where you're just, like, getting on each other's nerves all the time. It's, like, that also is going to happen in a marriage. You live together. And And it can go through phases where sometimes you feel annoyed to them all the time. And other times where you just let feel like oh my gosh I'm just so in love with you you could do no wrong (laughs) it's just it's just life I feel like there's maybe it's just me but I feel like there's this idea that when you are married to someone that you never get the ick or like feel bothered by them and if you do then that's a big red flag like obviously again there are special situations but for the most part like we're all just human beings you know what I mean or am I just dumb? <laughs> you know, that's, I feel like that's kind of like what I was saying about just like being flawed. We're all flawed right. and it's okay for your spouse to have flaws. They're a human being, but also understand that you have flaws too. Like I, I notice stuff all the time now. Like I'm kind of getting to the point where I realize 
like certain like toxic traits I have I'm like sorry honey (laughs) (laughs) but like it's okay like we're all imperfect people and the whole point like what we've been saying is just your level of commitment to each other is just being there for each other and working through it together and it's not always easy I feel like it hardly ever is but also that's kind of like the point is to work through it together and I think over time it can become a little easier yeah but then usually once one thing gets easier something else there's something else that happens like a different aspect that might be difficult but just things ebb and flow right it's never just like marriage is good all the time there are times where I'm like this is so much fun oh my gosh this is great and then I'm like oh my goodness gracious love the man but he drives me nuts <laughs> but and I think he feels the same way about me where it's like right we love to sp- there are there are days where we just want to spend all our time together and there are other days where we're like yeah we need some space and that's okay it's right. not that we don't love each other or that we just like don't want to be around each other but it's okay to have space from your spouse and be someone outside of just like being a wife or being a husband right it's okay to have an identity outside of who your spouse is but also you can involve them in that if that makes sense yeah totally like Caleb loves like golf and play basketball and he's like really athletic and he's really active and so I don't always do those things with him and he does he spends a lot of time doing those other things and I don't have to be a part of that he can go and have his time to be himself but like I'm happy to talk to him about it and share that excitement of like the things that he loves but that doesn't necessarily mean that I need to be with him all the time and like vice versa he doesn't need to be with me all the time I can go off and do my crafting stuff or like just be by myself and it's fine which is I think a big thing in the beginning of our marriage that I almost was like offended in the beginning when he would seem like he wanted like space like excuse me (laughs) no (laughs) that's not allowed but then starting to realize oh like it's okay to you need to be your own person be your own person like you can still be your own person but also like be like have an identity outside of just being yeah like i said a spouse so i guess consensus like marriage is terrible don't do it no (laughs) it really is i so great yes it's super fun there's a lot of fun aspects to it but i also think sometimes it gets like too romanticized to where it's like it's yes. gonna solve all your and problems like just find someone get married and like you know live that fairy tale or whatever and i just think that that's just not what marriage is at all it's bills and it's like working through like family differences caleb and i were not raised the same at all we had very different like growing up yeah and that's same with ronnie and i yeah so it's it's meshing two different people and trying to force them to be in the same house right it's about (laughs) compromise and being honest with each other and what that what you need and being willing to hear what your partner has to say about what they need and what they're struggling with and what you can work on for them and which is not always easy to hear i'm the worst at that i'm trying to get a little better especially when you like already feel so crappy about yourself and then someone else is telling even if they're not being rude just like hey i could really appreciate if you worked on this sometimes it can be hard to to receive that i would love to do a separate episode where we kind of dive into marriage advice and like kind of what advice we've received or what we've kind of learned along the way Mm -hmm. in our 
big five years of marriage. It feels like a long time, but also at the same time, like when I tell people at work I've been married for almost five years, they're like, holy cow. Yeah. But then, I mean, I talk to other people who are like, yeah, I've been married for like 30 years. Like, oh my gosh, that's longer than I've been alive. Yeah, that is wild. That is so long, but. I feel like me telling my story was so just like chopping all over the place it's just so hard to remember everything well it was so long ago long ago and coven started crying so that was very it is very distracting for a mom to like just hear a kid crying if i hear someone else's if i hear someone else's kid crying i can i mean as long as they're taken care of obviously but i can like focus on what i'm doing and what i'm saying if it's my own child no chance it's very hard Anyway, I feel like I just kind of talked crap on marriage this episode. That's not at all what I meant to do. Hopefully that's not the vibe that everyone got. They're like, these people hate their husbands. Which is so (laughs) untrue. It's just... I think, too, though, the point that we were trying to make... Because I feel like you see people all the time. Everyone I follow on Instagram constantly just like raving about their spouses which is totally fine right but you just never get to see the flip side you never right. get to hear the flip side and so i'll feel bad that like there will you be actually ta- have to work on your relationship uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the audacity and so i feel like we're trying to just talk about maybe the side that's just not heard of as much and to just validate people so like if you are married and you feel like yeah why why do i feel like i'm the only one like we're the only couple that deals with this or struggles with this you're not exactly it's i had a very interesting conversation recently but i feel like we can save that for a different episode and expound on that but it was kind of the same thing i just realized that you truly never know what someone else is going through and if you see someone who has a really awesome relationship you have no idea what it's taken for them to get there my consensus is i love marriage it's really hard work and you go through really hard things but it can be a beautiful, happy thing if you're willing to put in the work. And, and like sometimes that said, means counseling. Sometimes that means whatever that is for you guys. I can save my two cents and advice for a separate one. But anyway, I guess I just get so nervous when I see people getting married so young. Because like you said, like I, I just really hope it's not that they just feel like marriage is a quick fix. And marriage is going to solve all of their problems. Or, like, that's just, like, the next step. So, like, whoever the next lady I step stumble upon, yeah. <laughs> she the one. <laughs> but I think that, I mean, like we talked about, I'm just going to be a broken record, that if you put in the work. It both. It, both of you. Like, let yes. me emphasize. Like, it has to be, like, what I was saying is it has to be an It's not equal, 50-50. It's, it's 100%. 100%. And 100%. Foot five, Sister Sue. <laughs> Sister Sue. That's what I call Ozzy. I can't believe I just called you that. I'm like, (laughs) talking to you like you're my kid. But yeah, it's 100% and 100%. And sometimes one person or both, I feel like that happens where you kind of just get into the motion of things. Especially when you've been married for so long that you have a kid and like things happen. I do feel like you fall like just into the motion of things. But maybe we could even do like a Q&A episode. That would be fun. Like, post on our stories and mm-hmm. have people write in questions and then we also give that. our, just, like, kind of what we've learned and then answer mm-hmm. questions. That'd, That'd be, be fun. fun. I feel like we get so caught up on, like, wanting to be perfect at this, but, like, we are just starting out this podcast. 
we want it to be unedited we want it to be real and raw so i feel like we just need to be that and do that which means it's gonna be rocky ladies and gents <laughs> we are figuring out the audio we are figuring out timing we're figuring out how to work together planning all of the things so if it feels a little everywhere it's because it is <laughs> <laughs> but that kind of has been the point from the beginning is that we were like we don't want to just come into this and act like we're perfect at it because yeah, we're not and, we're and that's okay and kind yeah. of just like show people it's okay to just start wherever you're at plus every, all of the podcasts that do really well had to start somewhere it's like we're just starting somewhere hopefully it's a good somewhere but or that it will go somewhere <laughs> <laughs> how many times did i just I say somewhere better <laughs> yeah all right well thanks so much for listening we really thanks appreciate it feel free to follow us each on instagram and our podcast and instagram the okay gals podcast we're having a lot of fun over there and have some exciting stuff yeah um and we'd love to interact with you guys and like we mentioned i feel like a q a episode would be really fun or like have submissions whether that be stories or questions or advice or whatever come be our friend (laughs) that too Anyway, it'll be linked in the show notes. We'll chat with you next Thursday.